With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Harrison Agents. To buy, sell or rent in Tasmania. Search Harrison Agents today. Breakfast with Tim Payne and Brent Costello. Almost at quarter eight on this Friday morning, SEN Tassie Breakfast, and we're lucky enough to be joined in the studio now by David Stevenson, the new NBL Chief Executive Officer. Welcome, David. Nice to see you. Thanks, Brent. Thanks, Paney. It's really great to be here. Touch and go, too. We thought we'd, we'd lost him, to be honest, Brent. But, yes, uh, no, we got him. The biggest good. news to come out so far is he's going to come in and do the TikTok challenge. Well, yes. So we've got another taker. Off the long run, too. That, that's fine. <laughs> we might just have to go outside today because we got in a bit of trouble from a co-tenant last week, so we don't want to upset that again. <laughs> we did. Dave, what are you doing in, in Tasmania? Obviously here for, for Jack Jumper's duties, I suppose, just uh, ahead of the season, just seeing how things are going? Yeah, absolutely. It's the first time down in this new role. I'm only sort of four or five weeks in, but wanted to come and spend time. Uh, with the team, we've got our whole leadership team with uh, with the Jack Jumpers and getting ready for what's going to be a phenomenal season ahead. Can you give our listeners a bit of a heads up on your background? You've had an extensive background in in sport before you came to this role. Yeah. Firstly, the background on that, and then why you chose to come to the NBL. Yeah, great. I've, sports always been my passion. You know, probably like you guys, it, you run around the backyard. So. Um, I you know, started working at Foot Locker at 15, long career at, at Nike for about 17 years, Australia and overseas, um, come back to be the CEO of the Bulldogs, last sort of six or seven years of the AFL. And then what really attracted me on the NBL was just the growth. I mean, it's been phenomenal. And I think the Jack Jumpers uh, have spearheaded that growth. I mean, I, I'm not sure there's a biggest success story um, to think about a, a new team coming in to sell out every game oh, for the first Don't mention that to seasons. Andrew Bogart if you're at the owners' <laughs> meetings. He doesn't agree with the Cinderella story down here at the moment. <laughs> no. Um, it's exciting times for the NBL. Obviously, we've got the Blitz coming up on the Gold Coast soon. Expansion's a, a big topic as well, and it sounds like Larry's really keen to, to get around uh, other places, which is really exciting. Yeah, I mean, I think one of the things with the, uh, the expansion is you've got to make sure that you've got a reasonable chance of it being successful. And again, that the three things we always talk about is great fan support, strong commercial partnerships, and, and a government who's willing to invest, particularly in facilities. And again, uh, the, the Jack Jumpers have been the, the perfect model for that. Um, now we've got to work out how we how we get a slightly bigger building. Yes, well, good luck with that. We're trying to get one down <laughs> down the road here, which isn't going all that well. Um, you involved AFL with Gather Round. Is that firstly? I thought that was brilliant when I went there. Secondly, is that something you're looking to bring into the NBL? Was that? Yeah, it was gather, a great concept. Yeah, Gather Round was was fantastic. I was, I was fortunate to be able to lead that and work with a great group of people. And I think what that showed was the power of aggregation. So when you've got all the clubs plus the players, plus government, commercial partners, broadcasters all working together, you can create this unbelievable festival and of football. And, and again, the results of that were, were, were pretty amazing. I think from a basketball point of view, we've got an even bigger opportunity because you've got the whole culture piece. So if you think about what would... Uh, a men's game look like with a women's game, with junior participation, with 
you know, a 3x3, 2K is going through the roof, plus you add on things like the sneaker culture and the music, um, I think it could be a pretty amazing celebration of the sport. Absolutely. Um, what about the, the NBL itself, just going gangbusters, and basketball here in Tasmania as well? It's, it's, a, it's a tough problem to have because there's some places you can't even train sometimes because there's that many people wanting to play it and, yeah. and things. The NBL must be wrapped with how the sport's going generally, though. Yeah, we are. And, and look, I certainly want to pay our thanks to Basketball Tasmania. They've been great partners uh, through this. But that's really the model is how do we come in and inspire kids to play? And, and so it's as much as we're, we're short on courts, but it's a great problem to have. And so um, that's the role, I think, um, that we can play in partnership with, with the state associations. Yeah, basketball, certainly it's noticeably the, the uptake in participation in Tasmania and how my, my kids, I've got a four-year-old and a six-year-old, and they they love the jack jumpers but knew nothing about basketball You know, two years ago. So um, where, where's the next expansion point from the, from the NBL? Yeah, it's, it's a great question, Pony. I mean, there, there's a range of options. We're, we're in probably a dozen different conversations with different cities, both across Australia and New Zealand, but also internationally as well. Um, it's one of the reasons we've gone to take the Blitz up to the Gold Coast because there's huge participation growth there. Um, if you think about a, a 700,000 person population, um, so there's some opportunities there. There's um, other cities that don't have a team. You think about Darwin, uh, Canberra, and then there's cities that we've already got a team that potentially you want to add another team in. So the obvious one is is things like Sydney down the track. What, what's the ideal number of teams? I don't think we've got an ideal number. It's got to come down to the quality of the on-court play. That's yep. always a, a, a most important part. But again, if you've got good fan support and commercial partnerships and governments who are, who are willing to invest, um, I think there could be multiple teams coming in future years. David Stevenson, the NBL CEO, is our guest here on SEN. Tassie Breakfast, the, the sale of the Jack Jump is a, a big talking point at the moment. Dave, um, where's that at? Larry sort of forecasts he'd like something done potentially before the end of the season. Are we on track for that deadline or do you think it might go into the season a little bit potentially? Yeah, look, I, what I love um, so much again is the way that the Jack Jumpers have embraced the community and I I think that's been the foundation of their success um, and so we want to take that same spirit when you think about selling the team is uh, what we want to do ideally is we have strong local ownership and so that might be 100% it might be 50% or, or it might be something smaller but um, our main priority is to see if we can get Tasmanians to own the team in the way that they've embraced the team. Can you give us a little bit of an insight into working with Larry? And probably the differences between that and when you're at the AFL? Yeah, it's a, it, he has been um, a real inspiration. I mean, you think of his story from um, coming from overseas when he was 10 or 11 and then turned himself into such success. Um, but the, the two things that I love so much about Larry is one is the way that he backs ideas and people. Um, so he's willing to take a risk, willing to go hard. And secondly is a work ethic. You know, for someone who's so successful, um, it's day and night and it's um, Saturdays and Sundays and that's really inspiring because it sets a great standard for us all to, to aspire to. It sounds a lot like working with this guy. Yeah, he, <laughs> he does not stop. <laughs> um, what's your take on the, the stadium here in Tassie coming from an AFL background, of course? You'd see the benefits, I imagine, of, of building a brand-new stadium here at Macquarie Point? Yeah, I mean, we're, we're supportive of... Of the team, um, we think it's really complementary um, because the more that you can get top level elite sport in Tasmania, we think it helps. And obviously, there's a seasonality that we're playing in, in different seasons. So um, we're, we're, 
supportive of the team. We think anything that can add to the local economy, um, and we've seen that work in other states, we're, we're supportive of. Um, but we also know that in you know, my state, Bank Arena, we'd love to be able to have a conversation with that, given the, the sellouts that we've enjoyed here. What would, what would be the ideal capacity out there? I think it's... Four, four five, eight at the yeah. moment, five thousand. Yeah, seated. So you want to get to what seven or eight? Maybe, yeah, or? I think we'd be in that zone. I mean, I, th- I think part of what we um, want to be realistic about is that we're going to play a lot of games here, but you've got to build other content besides just the Jack Jumpers game. So where we'd like to work with is in partnership with the government and the promoters of yes, a bigger stadium that helps us, but how does that work in terms of bringing other content and frankly drive the economy of, of Tasmania? What's today look like from uh, that point of view from you guys? Uh, you've got the, all the big dogs in town. Heath O'Loughlin's here as well, so we'll, we'll put them all in. Um, you're just meeting with the Jack Jumpers, talking about the season ahead? Yeah, we've got three or four hours with the team this morning. Again, they've done a phenomenal job. I mean, I, I can't give them enough credit for the growth that they've been able to deliver. So we want to work with them, and how can the NBL help the Jack Jumpers continue a success? But also, we're going to spend a bit of time. We've got a, a pre season launch uh, in two weeks' time, so I'll be back here. Uh, we've got a, a lunch at the Frogmore Creek Winery. Uh, Scott Ross is going to be there, and it'll be a, a really good opportunity for us to launch a season, introduce the players, and spend a bit of time talking about how great the Jack Timbers are going to be. Fantastic. And that is at Frogmore Creek, as you said, uh, Cambridge Cellar Door. On Friday, August 18, head to jackjumpers.com.au to find out more and book your tickets. What can we expect that day? Some insights we mightn't get elsewhere, Dave? We've got some, some uh, juice you can give the crowd? Yeah, there'll be plenty. Um, so, no, it'll be, it'll be great to spend a bit of time um, with them but I think part of those sessions is where you get a chance to be a little bit more intimate and share probably more detail than, than what you would so uh, we're looking forward to seeing everyone come along jackjumpers.com.au to get your tickets and that's Friday August 18 down at Frogmore Creek, can't wait for it thanks so much for coming in this morning, really appreciate it enjoy your time here in Tassie and no doubt we'll talk to you soon. He's not done yet. Oh he's not done yet? No he's got the TikTok oh, challenge. Yeah. Oh. Of course yes we'll go and record that now keep your eye on TikTok later in the day for that but we're back to wrap up the show next here on S and Tassie Breakfast for another Friday morning.